Iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. Proverbs 27:17. When I think about friends, man, I think about them in really this powerful, dynamic, incredible space, right? And and what friends have meant to me and what friends mean to me nowadays and and I just it's it becomes overwhelming to to begin to wrap your mind around the impact that other people have had on your life, much less the impact that you have on theirs, right? Because we are essentially, um, our, the meaning of our life is, is relative to the relationships we have. It's not about the stuff. It's not about the accomplishments, the, the, the plaques on the wall. It's not about, it's not about uh, uh, how many things you have or where you live or what you drive or, or, or the, the, the accolades that you possess. You know, What it is is those relationships, those deep, rooted, those things that, that, that make your blood warm, those things that, that, that put a smile on your face, those things that, that give you, um, that give you, uh, some sense of, of security and support and just, uh, hope when all else is dark, when all else, when the fire of life is consuming you, when the horizons for miles are just, they're just ablaze with the abyss of pain and suffering. Man, it's those relationships that have the, the most profound impact on us. It's those relationships that mean the most. So what do your friends look like? How do you find friends? And, and the friends that you do have in your life, what do they mean to you? You know what I mean? What do they mean to you? And how often do you allow your friends to realize the magnitude of your commitment to them? Man, we get so lost so often in our, in our own little worlds and our uh, worrying about ourselves and worrying about uh, what's coming next and how I'm going to overcome this hurdle or that obstacle or, or, or where am I going to find the strength to keep being physical or keep my, my mental acuity or, or, or my, my uh, spiritual uh, strength intact, right? What is the anvil with which I keep my blade sharp? And it's your friends, man. It's the people that you love most in your life. Welcome to the Frog Logic Podcast. I'm your host, David Rutherford, and I'm, I'm back again. Sorry, I'm a little delayed on the release this week, but man, I, my schedule has been absolutely insane. I'm going on, uh, I think this was my 10th straight week on the road uh, in the last few days, in the last few weeks. I, I've been in Dallas, Texas. I've been in uh, New Jersey. I've been in, uh, uh, just was in Palm Springs. I'm in uh, San Francisco, uh, um Hell, man, I was, and most importantly, just recently, I was just at a big charity event. It's called Stand Up for Heroes in New York City, which was amazing. And then, uh, but before that, man, and the reason which really sparked this whole show, and, and before I get into that, I, I just want to, again, say thank you. Um, the the response I'm getting from all of you and the support on on the Frog Logic podcast and and really the support I'm getting for um, the messaging I'm putting out and the content and, and, and the power of, of how, uh, it really helps people kind of, uh, uh, reflect on where they're at in their own lives. And, and it's just, it, I'm humbled and I'm grateful for all of your support. Uh, if you, if you're brand new listening, man, I, I'm so pleased and privileged to have you paying attention to the Frog Logic podcast. Um, you can find us on every platform out there. It's on uh, iTunes, we're on Stitcher, we're on SoundCloud, we're on Simplecast, we're on Google Play, we're on Spotify. Uh, I post them on YouTube, although I've been horrible at editing videos for YouTube. But next week, I'm going to come out with a slew of them. I'm just going to blast over the following week. Whatever I get caught up to get caught up, I'm about five behind now on this show. Uh, but they're coming out soon, I promise you. So you can uh, either watch or listen as you see fit, man. Um, uh, also, you know, if you haven't been over to my, my new website, please go over and check it out at teamfroglogic.com. Uh, I, am sorry if you can't access it through Facebook and Instagram, we're having problems. Uh, my, uh, my website, my URL was hacked last, uh, spring 
And so they won't even let me post. I've sent 35 uh, emails to their support staff begging for, hey, take a look at this, fix this algorithm, fix this little, flip this little switch for me so I can have people uh, go directly to my website online. Uh, And if you know anybody at Facebook or Instagram, please don't feel free to reach out on my behalf. That'd be fantastic. I would truly appreciate that. But go check out the website, check out my YouTube channel. Um, Man, and, and I just have some really exciting stuff coming up. Um, I'm going to have an announcement probably, uh, not next week, uh, but probably the week after leading up to Thanksgiving, I'll have a big announcement for something huge, uh, that we're going to be releasing as well as a bunch of, a uh, truckload of new merchandise. We're finally getting all everything in. We'll be ready for, uh, Black Monday or whatever that sale is post Thanksgiving. After your belly's full, you can go out and get a bunch of new frog logic mer- merchandise to support us and what we're doing. I appreciate that. Um, and, and it's just been man, I'm just blessed. It's crazy. And, and, and the, where I'm, I'm most blessed in my life is with the, the friends I have, man. I, I just, uh, every so often I take a step back and I think to myself, my God, I have some amazing best friends. Now, now I get what you're saying, man. And I get this all the time, especially from my beautiful fiance, Jonna. She says, you, you have a million best friends. How is that even possible? You, you can't have a million best friends. Best is a superlative. It's one particular thing. And I, I say, I don't give a damn. I'm going to break the rules of that. I'm going to treat this large group of incredible human beings as my best friends, man. And it's, it's a powerful thing to have. Now, it's also a lot of work. It's also uh, challenging because we're all dealing with our own things. And to be able to, to give back and to, to share and to be available for other people, man, that gets challenging. And we're not always the best at it. But it still does not mean that we don't love them and that we don't need them in our lives. And so what this whole show is about is to try and get you to recognize and and disseminate between the groups and all the different types of friends you have and to really drill down on the possibility of what's ahead of you with new friendships and 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 rebuilding old friendships potentially and and really the key is solidifying I mean truly solidifying these great friendships that you have already in your life because Man, it's all about relationships, man. Beautiful study. I, I've, I've talked about this before. Uh, Harvard released this. It was like a 75-year study uh, following a, a large group of people from the 1930s all the way till now. Longest study of its kind in history. Really the only study of its kind. And, and the overwhelming uh, uh, final um, um, realization, right? The profound realization for your existential reality, which is you will die. We are all going to push up daisies. It just is what it is, right? But the overwhelming, profound existential realization that all of these people has is the single most important thing in their lives throughout the entirety of lives was their relationships. So they're friends, man. So, you know, man, and the reason for this show and the reason why I got started and the reason why it has popped in my head is because uh, just this past uh, Wednesday, my, my beautiful fiance and I, we, we flew up to uh, Leapers Fork, Tennessee. Now, if you're not familiar with Leapers Fork, that's probably because uh, not many people are. Well, for me, it just so happens that my best friend, Sean Ryan, um, moved up there recently, and and in fact, uh, this was this past week on on uh, November first was the day he married one one of the most incredible human beings you'll ever meet in your entire life. Her name's Katie Williams, and so this whole thing was uh, a long process, but but it was. Right from the get-go, it was this magical moment, right? And and I'll never forget, I I, I knew the Williams, uh, their parents knew my parents, or Katie's parents knew my parents, and then I got to know Tim and, and Liz and went up and did a couple shooting events at their place in Okeechobee and and got to know them. Well, one day I brought, I, I needed to uh, sight in my long gun, and so I, I brought Sean up to help me because I'm a medic and I'm an idiot and I don't have to know how to do that stuff, right? But he knows how to do it, and so brought him up and we're out there on this beautiful known distance range and we do all our stuff and and Tim's like hey man why don't you come back to uh have uh lunch with us and I'm like that sounds awesome so we go back there and in well you know we went to the range first and started shooting a little bit pistols well Katie was there and man there was this little spark right there which was awesome and Katie's brother John talks talked about it at the wedding in his speech man 
you know, here's a girl that's been shooting a long time. She knows how to handle gun, but all of a sudden she's like, Oh, how does this work? And how does this work? And, and Sean's like, oh, 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 let me show you how that works, you know? And, and, and there was this spark. And I remember we went to lunch afterwards and sat down and Tim was at the end. I'm next to Tim. Katie's across me and Sean since then. And there was this spark, man. There was this electricity, this beautiful, magnificent, just, just electricity that filled the whole space. And it was, it was beautiful, man. I mean, it was beautiful and you could tell, and there was something going on. And I remember leaving, we're in the truck and we're driving the hour and a half back to Boca when, when Sean still lived down there. And I looked over, I said, man, you ought to ask her out, dude. She was, she, you guys, you guys were checking each other. He's like, no, 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 man, no way. No, 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 no. So fast forward, uh, you know, about a month into it, I, I, I'm talking to him on the phone saying, you know, how's it going? Are you dating anybody? He goes, well, you know, Sean's can be quiet at certain times. And he goes, uh, uh, kind of seeing Katie. <laughs> and that was it, man. And, and over the past few years, I've watched this really profound experience happen. This, this true love, if you will. And it's real. It's out there. I'm telling you, it's real. It's out. You just got to be patient. You got to search for it in, in a, in a, in a God kind of way. And I'll get into that in another show sometime. But so there's this beautiful experience. Meanwhile, I was going through my transition and then all of a sudden I met Jonna and, and now I'm experiencing the same thing. I'm witness and we started sharing together. And then, and then, you know, as they're beginning to, uh, you know, work up the courage to ask her to, to marry Sean, I remember they did it out in Alaska under the Northern lights. I mean, guy, guy is a true, true, true romantic and, and Katie is too. And, and so they go up and I remember afterwards, I was so happy and I felt so overwhelmed of love for them. And I was so happy for Sean and where he's come from in such a short amount of time with, with this beautiful woman in his life. And, and I remember, man, I remember just thinking to myself, this is powerful. And then leading up to, you know, leading up to the, the, uh, as they're beginning to plan and stage and they set the date, they, they reached out to me and they said, Hey man would you marry us? Now, I don't know if, if you've ever been asked that before, if you ever had to go through it or anything, but, but I'm telling you what, it, this was my ninth time I've done this. And, and I've got to tell you one of the most humbling things in the world, one of the most you know profound things in the world is when your best friend looks at you or a person you're friends with or close with that looks at you and says, you know, David, we would love it if you married us. Now, you, you might imagine, it, you know, for when it first started happening back in 2006, when my friends, uh, uh, um, uh, the Rose Murgies and, and, and Schmears, uh, Jamie and, and Brian asked me to marry them in Palm Beach back in 2006. That was my first one, man. It was a shock. I was still a bit of a heathen back then. And I was still in the process of, of finding my place and finding my relationship with God. So, Man, but it was still, it was this powerful thing of like, wow, people value my friendship and they value it in such a way that, that they actually want me to participate and be a part of one of the biggest days of their lives. And when you start to process that in any kind of, 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 uh, where you just put the brakes on everything else in your life and you start to reflect upon this, man, you're like, Holy cow, this is profound, man. This is profound. And man, as I began to lead up to this particular wedding, being that Sean is one of my best friends, one of my my, my many best friends, but um you know, and and what we've been through together and all the intensity of being teammates and being in the agency and going through our tough times together, man, this one was was heavy. And it really got me starting to think about well, the depths of friendship and the levels and, and all the different complexities and all the different nuances about being friends with another human being. And, and, and that's a tough thing, man, in our lives. And especially the more we're so inside our own heads, right? I mean, we, so many of us just live inside our own heads. And so we struggle just you know, getting outside of ourselves and, 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 and getting out there and, and being inquisitive about other people and their lives and what they're experiencing and what they're going through and, and, and much less learning how to be supportive. 
Um, and, and that's a big challenge, I think, in our lives today where everybody's so busy, everybody has a million things going on. And, and so we often, you know, begin to forget that the most important thing in our lives is that relationship, is the power of friendship. And, and so when, you know, I think about what it means to go find your friends or to find new friends or to uh, uh, re-engage and rekindle a friendship, to, to find that friendship again, man, this is a big deal that we need to focus on more in our lives. Because the other stuff, I'm telling you, does not matter. It does not matter what's in your bank account. It does. I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, it, it's important to be able to feed your family, house them, live somewhat of a, a fulfilling life. That's all fine and dandy. But man, the greatest value that we have on this short amount of time on this planet is through the relationships we're willing to put out for, right? The relationships that mean the most. Now, one of the big things that we have to do, obviously, obviously in all this context and uh, and I'll get back to the wedding here in a second is you know you start to think about well how many people do I know in my life and and who's actually a friend what is a friend what are the scales of friendship I mean obviously we have shitty friends we've got we've got okay friends we've got good friends we've got great friends we've got fucking epic friends I mean I mean that's the spectrum of what we have in our lives and and what's interesting is is there's always variations of that going on. And, and even though we all, everybody always says, man, you know, surround yourself with only the best people and all this stuff, man, we, we, we still, there's, there's friendships that have uh, been in our lives that just keep going and going and going. And whether they're just, you know, acquaintance friendships or there's, they're, they once were best friends and now they're, they're not so much or as life moved on and the new friend, they're all levels of friends. And so what I thought would be interesting today is just to kind of go through that spectrum and to be able to help others evaluate that process of what friendship's all about or and potentially who you have in your life or how you go and you seek out a new friend or a great friend or an epic friend or whatever it might be. So so here I am in in Leaper's Fork and we show up and the first day we get there and I go and I sit down with Katie and, and Sean before the wedding and we talk out the service and it was just this really beautiful space and time where we were able to drill down and 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 really craft this this idea of of this moment where they were going to come together in the eyes of God and I was going to help God facilitate that and that's how I look at it and and as we're sitting there, and I'm, I have this profound feelings of love for both of them, in particular Sean, as you might expect him being my best friend. You know, you start to process. All right, man, what is this? You know, what are you willing to do for these people, and and why do they mean so much? What is it about their character? What is it about their value systems? What is it about the way they use words, and what are the uh, what is it about the way they listen and they care, or or they're, they know they always present themselves in a way that, that they're, they're always present in your life, man. That's the essence of great, phenomenal friendship, right? Is this presence in your life. And that's powerful, you know. But on the other side of that, man, the friends, you know, that whole concept of, of the anvil, right? And, and friends, you know, they're, they're also able to apply that positive pain in your life, man. They're, they're there to apply that that hard introspection or that, that, that beautiful, uh, 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 that beautiful assistance to, um, that beautiful assist, sorry, my back's frying right now, that beautiful assistance to, you know, what we need in order to tune ourselves up, man, in order to be at that space to where we begin to sharpen ourselves through their love. And that's a powerful thing, man. That's a beautifully powerful thing. So I remember as I'm sitting there, I begin to call them out a little bit on, on the future of what it means for this space and what you need to do for one another because ultimately they're the best of friends. 
It's the same way I feel about Gianna. She's my best friend in the whole wide world. All I want to do is spend time with her. It doesn't matter if we're in Leaper's Fork or in Boca Raton or we're immersed in four daughters or we're traveling for business or or we're just working through bills, whatever. She's still my best friend and I know she's my best friend. And so I service that relationship with that intent. Really? That I, I you know, it's a it's a you know, it it's about that. It's about service. It's about holding the, the concept of friendship in such high esteem that you protect it always. And so as I was sharing these thoughts with, with Sean and Katie and talking about the, 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 the importance of, of, of keeping that friendship as a part of the main focus in their lives as they move forward, man, it just, I, I felt overwhelmed. And even more so, you know, the next night at, at the rehearsal dinner and I was able to hear Sean's family speak incredible speeches about him and his father did this wonderful job. And, and then the next day was the wedding. And I remember I always get a little nervous leading up to weddings. I always try and, uh, I always try and uh, get connected to God, so to speak, that day. And, and, you know, it's a powerful thing to do to, to really get close to God, to allow uh, to open yourself up with your friendship with the Lord, right, is to, you know, be buddies with the Lord. Now, you know, because of the omnipotence and the master, you know, the insanity of, 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 of God and God's reach and God's touch, it's a little bit difficult. But, but I'm telling you, man, you know, you can have the same friendship with Christ and with God that you have uh, with your other friends. Now, I, well, God doesn't talk back. God doesn't hammer you. And, I, and I'm, you know, here to say, actually, I disagree. I think God it allows us to be hammered all the time. It's these lessons of pain and suffering that he's teaching us to be grateful for those that are in our lives that don't judge us, that support us, that pick us out, that hold us accountable, that love us unconditionally. Man, that's, that, those moments, those struggles, that really connects us. So as I was preparing myself for, you know, to, to begin this journey to, to, to help them, you know, unite in the eyes of God in this beautiful little Methodist church and, and, and Leaper's Fork. And, and thank you, Pastor Betty, for allowing me to come into your church and, and share, uh, share that, that sacred space in a, in a, in a powerful and meaningful way. I just, I really appreciate that, uh, for that allowance to me and I'll let Reverend Rudd come in, Reverend Rudd, right? Um, you know, and, and so I remember as I got dressed and I had my, you know, book of uh, common prayer that I use for some of the service. And, and I had, uh, I got this beautiful family Bible for the two of them. And I wanted to make sure I read my verses out through their family Bible that, that John and I had got for them. And I remember sitting in the church as it was filled and I'm standing next to Sean and his parents and you know, I see John in the audience and everybody out who loves these two people who are good friends with them. And, and I started looking at the spectrum of friendships, you know, and what that means and, and how very, all the, 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 you know, how all the different variables, all the different spans of friendships we have, right. Whether, you know, but, but really in these moments where we were allowed to share these, this this uh, momentous joy, you know, people's friendships are enhanced. They're tightened. They're, they're magnified. And I thought to myself, wow, man, what if, what if we could somehow in some way uh, replicate, right, the, the, the magnification that, that takes place at a wedding? What if we could replicate the magnification of love that takes place for our friends in these times? Because certainly, what's you know, you in the reception, everybody's dancing and people you don't even know, and you're shaking your booty and you're in the squat position on the floor and you're doing, you know, horrible backspins and you're trying to pop like it's 1987 again and Master D back when I was in a breaking crew, and and I look like an idiot, and 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 you're dancing with these random people and 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 Jeff and 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 you're like man you're connected to these people in this as love has been magnified in this you know this ritual this beautiful ritual where we invoke God's presence and and bless the unification of great friends now that's pretty sick that's pretty fantastic and and I you know and I and I think what happens so far is our our lens our our perspective um, you know, when it, when, in, when we're not in 
you know, when we're not directly confronted or in face to face with these people, we mean we, they have a tendency, man, that, that optic, you know, it, it, it becomes, it becomes small, right? The retina of our, our perception of friendship, you know, it, it, it becomes, you know, very acute. And, and, you know, what my goal is, is to help you kind of recognize that all the, to, to take a look at all your friendships right now, literally go across the board, span them out, sit down, get out your journal, right. And, and, and just write down names and write down a few things and write down, you know, what about them as friends is good and bad and why they mean something to you. And man, try and shine some light, you know, magnify what those mean to you. Now, one of the, one of the hard things that we have in this life, right, is, is our ability to evaluate friends. And, and, and so often, you know, based on particular times or, or whatever and, and circumstances, environments, uh, the organizations we're a part of or the cultures we're a part of, we, we end up crossing paths. And so oftentimes we, we get friends who ultimately become shitty friends, right, man? And these are the, the borrowers, the people that are always asking for something and you know you're never getting it back. They're the takers, the people that, hey, man, let me, let me take this from you. Let me, you don't need this. Or, or, hey, man, give me that hat or let me wear that shirt. Or, or you know what, hey, man, I just got to take, give me, give me more of your uh, focus. Give me more of your information. Give me more. Give me more, right? Or, or, or the worst ones are, are, are the blue falcons out there, right? The people that you, you know, you, you develop these friendships and then in the drop of a hat, man, they'll, they'll just blue falcon you without even a second thought, man. These are the shitty friends we have. But some reason you stay connected because there's a part of them. There's something down deep rooted in their hearts that there's, man, how often have you said, no, but they're down deep in their heart. They're really a good person. And so there's a certain level of connectivity we need to maintain with those shitty friends in the hopes that somehow, some way, the, the small dose of friendship that you are willing to, 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 to administer with that particular friendship, man, that might, that might build them up. It might graduate them to that next level or might have awakening. And I know what you're saying, man, people are what they are. They don't ever change. It is what it is, man. But Man, I'm not going to live like that. I'm always hopeful that somebody that may be struggling, somebody that may have had trauma from their past or challenges, you know, through your being a good friend, man, that might elevate them. That might magnify their soul and their connectivity to develop a greater friendship with God or greater friendship with people that are trying to love them or, you know, most importantly, just a good friendship with themselves, man. That's, that's a key. Now... The next level are, are our okay friends, right? These are the friends that we maybe uh, went through a couple grades or played uh, sports, childhood sports with, or maybe we were roommates with them for a year in college, or we lived with them briefly in our first job out of school, or, or they live around the block from here across the street, man. These are, these are our, you know, these are our uh, okay friends. And then, you know, we, we run into them every now and then, and, and, you know, they, you know, they, they, they seem pretty interesting and they, they, you know, uh, but they don't, they don't often ask about you. It's more one-sided and, you know, and, and, and they often need a lot of help, but don't give help. Uh, but, uh, every time you're with them, man, they say something that makes you, makes you laugh, you know, every five years or so, or, 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 you know, when you're with them, they just, uh, there's a moment where you're like, wow, they're fun. They're exciting. And, and you're like, all right, that's all right. I'm going to keep that them in the log book, if you will. Now, those okay friends, man, you got to evaluate those and say, well, could they be better friends? Have I just not allowed myself to have a deeper connection with them? And I get it. Trust me, time, man, I live by that clock and I die by that clock. I'm a slave to time, right? The, the perpetual ticking of that buds clock that's in my head. Tick, 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 tick. And often it becomes so deafening that I'm blinded by my, my own sense of panic that I don't have enough time just to get the things done I need to done, much less be a good father, a great potential future husband, and, and, and a great best friend to these people in my life. So I, I get it. I know there isn't enough time in the day rut to, to reevaluate these okay friends in my life. All I'm saying is that when you do come across them, man, shift that dialogue a little bit. Shift that you know, be a little bit more overt with how you missed them and how you care about them and you're glad they're in your life and you hope they're doing well. I mean, what does that take? How hard is that? And I know you, well, I'm being disingenuous, right? 
Well, are you? If you are, don't you, don't you wish, you know, I mean, there was something about these people that there was a connection. There was something that made you like them in the first place. So, you know, just don't be afraid, man. Get out there and, and, and just give them a little bit of extra dose, if you will, right? Because you never know. You never know, man. If you always just believe that at some point in, in life, if, you, if, if there's something that in your gut, right, in your heart that's telling you, all right, you know, I'll be friends, then go for it. Try and elevate that lesson. And the next one, right, are your, your good friends, right? Your good friends. Now, these are the ones that they're, it's always fun to see them once every three or four months, right? These are your good friends. Or, 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 you know, if they live in another place once a year, you'll actually go and stop in to, to say hello or they'll come meet you for lunch, right? Good friends aren't, aren't afraid to, to help you move, right? Or, 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 or to, to uh, come over for dinner uh, on, a, on a school night, if you will. Good friends uh, will, will take your first two emotional melodies down calls before they stop letting it ring, right? Uh, uh, good friends are the ones that, um, you know, there's a potential if they borrow money from you that you might get it back, right? Good friends are the ones that, uh, that give big hugs and they, uh, and they, you know, they laugh and, and, you know, not very good at calling you back for sure, or not very good at, uh, uh, you know, long-term regular messaging or checking in and all that. I mean, you know, that's, that's the challenge, but, but they're still, they're good friends. I mean, there was a connection you had, you, you know, these are the type of friends that there was probably those one or two nights back in the day where maybe you were half a bottle of Jack into it and you sat down with them and you just, you you shared, right? You got intimate and you shared with them. You gave them a piece of you that was open and authentic, that was vulnerable and, and powerful and then they did the same thing for you. There was a reciprocation of information. There was a sharing of that, of, of those things that were pivotal or important in each other's life, man. And that's freaking beautiful. Those are the moments that cultivate great friendships. Those are the moments that, that tie us together. Those are the moments when we're in those, in that, that, that dripping pain as it's, as, as it's spilling down our soul and coating our systems and coating our emotions with, with this, 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 uh, what's the word? I'm, I'm the feeling I'm seeing this texture that, that unites us. This it's almost like a, a paste or a stickiness that, that when you mesh those things together, it's, it's locked in time, right? Those moments that are locked in time, you know, where you know that those conversations were really the seed, the real seed of, 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 of great friendship, of good friends, right? Where, where you know that just a little bit more, just a little bit more given back to that relationship, just putting a little bit more into that fertile soil, what could flourish a great friend or even an epic friend, possibly. And that's why, man, go back and, and nurture those friendships when you can. And if you're not cognizant of it, man, I know you're all on Facebook, you're all on Instagram, you're all following each other. Everybody's got all those good friends and those levels of friends on their stuff. And, uh, you know, and you see them pop up, man, stop yourself, write them an instant message, right? You know, find them in your phone, your contacts and, 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 and send them a, a text. Say, hey, man, I just really want to say how you got a beautiful family or, man, it looks like you're doing great. And I just wanted to say, man, I, I remember that, that moment we always had together. I remember that moment where we sat down and, and it was just you and me and we were sitting on a beach and we were talking about our future. And, man, you were so scared and so was I. And I was going through this and you were going through that. And, man, you shared and we had that great time and we had that awesome hug. And then we went and acted like maniacs for the next, you know, 20 hours or whatever it was. Thank you for that. That's pretty awesome. Man, that's a good space to know that, that you can do that. And it doesn't cost you anything. Remember, relationships are free. That's the beauty of it. And that's why they're so valuable. In fact, most of the things that we covet in this world, right? They're, 
the, the value externally, the materialistic value is not there at all, nor should it be, right? The most valuable things we have in life are the things that come from the heart, man. Our ability to uh, invest as much love into something for the return. And when you do that, man, you're, you become rich. You become rich with, with, with this powerful, powerful dose of friendship, man. Uh, you know, some of my oldest friends in the world, man, Rich, my buddy, Rich Critchfield. And, you know, we've known each other since I was uh, about a year. He was six months. Best friends, man. You know, and, you know, he was there from, you know, me growing up and going through the military. And I was there for him. And we've reconnected recently. And we're in each other's lives. And, man, it's just powerful. And then, you know, just after I left Tennessee, I went to New York City. And I got finally one of my closest, bestest friends in the whole world is Mark Plermo. And Mark lives in Brooklyn and works in New York and is this brilliant, amazing, driven, kind, gracious, uh, grateful, powerful, uh, brilliant human being. And I was able to bring John on. You know, was able to go. We go to his where he lives in Brooklyn, and we were able to see his newborn baby. Uh, you know, his children, he has this baby boy and this beautiful little girl. And then his, his, his older, uh, um, daughter from his first marriage. And man, we just sat with them and shared. And then, then this, then that later that night, we, we ended up going to Nobu, uh, with his brother-in-law, Ben, man, you're the merchant, Ben. God bless you, buddy. We are the merchants. <laughs> Never forget the fucking merchants, bro. Uh, selling our wares of love to each other and, and bartering our wares of love, right? And man, I just, we had one of the greatest nights we've ever had, man. We laughed and cackled for two hours at, at Nobu in, in, in New York. And it wouldn't matter if we were at Nobu or Pizza Joint or out in the park or wherever. It was just the camaraderie, the sharing of that great epic friendship we have. And, and what was beautiful too, is that through that epic friendship of Mark Palermo, my best friend, I was able to also start to cultivate this deeper level relationship with Ben. And right there, and then Jana was 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 increasing her friendship with Mark, and it's that's as we we're breaking bread, we're breaking uh, tuna, I should say, sushi, if that's possible, even. But but man, when we start to think about how friendships evolve, and we start to think about how we seek people out, oftentimes it's really not. We're not intentional with our focus. We're, all right, this, I'm looking over here and I, I, I'm looking over here or, you know what, I really dig this style of thinking or ideas and I'm going to go in here and I'm going to search and I'm hopefully going to meet new people and, and introduce myself and, and expose myself in ways. Man, we don't do that a lot, in particular in, in the veteran community or, or first responder or cops. Man, we, we're, we're, we're so drained from uh, the work we've done in the past that we forget, man, that we're still alive. And that we can be friends with other types of people. And that's really what enhances our lives. You don't have to be best friends with people who think exactly the same thing as you. In fact, it's probably pretty good for you if you go out and you develop some good friends that challenge your thoughts, that challenge the way you look at the world and, and get them to do that. Hell, I'm in, uh, you know, I'm in LA right now and I'm over at my brother and his partner house, uh, James and, and, and Eric, Mr. Rutherford. And, and man, Eric was filming here the other day and this amazing guy came over and they're shooting this, this, this piece about helping people come out to their families and to the world. And, and, you know, it's in the process of development, but man, I met this wonderful guy. And and he was sharing his life with me as as a, uh, a Persian homosexual man and what he had to face and all the persecution and we sat there and we shared ideas and I was really well, I was like wow this person is fascinating and that's what it takes man you can't you can't just uh, have a moment and immediately be at good friends man it just doesn't work that way it's a build up it's a stair step you have to ascend the mountain of friendship it's hard work. But it's worth it. I promise you it's worth it. All right. We're going to take a quick interruption real quick. I, I just want to give a, a word out to my sponsors, man. Uh, I just want to talk about Onnit. Uh, man, it's just uh, such a, a blessing, such a wonderful relationship. Uh, I can't thank you enough, Aubrey, for having faith in, in my message and what I'm doing, uh, trying to optimize human performance in my own way through Frog Logic. Uh, and it's really just been a blessing. And it's also a blessing to see what you're doing out there in this these great uh, products, these these supplements that you offer. Uh, and, and probably the most important one that's been, or the two most important for me, have been Alpha Brain 
and 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 the gut uh, rehabilitation gut, right? Um, the it's just I you know when you start to break these things down, man. And for me, you know, uh, I think. Um, you know, my mind is always the most important thing for me to assess and to evaluate. And, and I, you know, I, it's like, I always worry that I'm not doing enough to keep, you know, I'm on the road on them. I, I don't eat super bad, but I don't eat great. I'm not exercising enough. And so one of the great things that I, I rely on to stay sharp, to stay focused as I'm giving a speech. I just gave a speech in front of the used truck association, 800 people out there. It was this beautiful crowd, this beautiful audience. And I woke up in the morning, right. And I get up and I drink my glass of water and, and, and I, I, I take that, that on it, alpha brain and, and that total gut health for the day. And man, I tell you what, it just, it gives me that additional energy and focus and alacrity and makes my stomach. Cause I've got stomach issues it just puts me in a good space to perform the best I can perform, to deliver that message to people who are, who are yearning and searching for the frog logic message, for those concepts that'll help people embrace fear, forge self-confidence, live a team life and live with purpose, man. And, and alpha brain and total gut health, they help me do that. They help me do it. I'm a user of the product. I'm a believer in the product. And I'm also a believer in what Onnit stands for and what they represent and the quality of supplements that they're putting out there. So why don't you go over to Onnit, that's O-N-N-I-T, Onnit.com, uh, check out their Alpha Brain, they're having this great uh, golden ticket giveaway right now, uh, you can win this wonderful package uh, to go to Onnit headquarters, have this incredible experience with Aubrey and all the other, Kyle and everybody else over there who are just wonderful group, a, a great group of people that are maximizing human performance, uh, you'll check it out, or go and get yourself some total gut health, man, wonderful stuff. Uh, that's over at onnit.com, O-N-N-I-T, tell them Frog Logic sent you. All right. My other sponsor is Wise Food Company, or, or Wise Company. And now Wise Food is, is, is in my opinion, the best uh, preparatory freeze-dried food on the market, hands down. Uh, and you can imagine, as a man that spent most of my life preparing for the worst possible scenarios you can even imagine, uh, up to including the most recent hurricane that just demolished uh, the Abacos in the Bahamas, uh, we actually evacuated right before when it turned into a cat five, I evacuated my family to the other side of Florida. And you know what? We had two buckets of wise company food right now. I've tasted just about everything there is on the market, right? And, and Wise is by far the best tasting out there. They've got great chefs out in Utah at their plant where they're making everything that make, know how to make the food. The food is incredible. Plus, it's got a 25-year shelf life. Uh, it's easy to storage. The great buckets are great uh, packaging for your one-month or, or weekend supply. Uh, and they have these beautiful camping uh, meals that you can just put in your rucksack if you're going out and having this great day. Now, now the beautiful thing about other beautiful thing about uh, Wise is, is you know, when you're preparing for the worst, uh, you know, the first thing, what do you do? Do I got water? Check. That's easy to get. Do I have food? Now, what are you going to take? 25 cans of tuna or soup? No, man. Good. Do yourself a favor. Buy yourself enough food for about three months for everybody in your family and then forget about it for the next 20 years, right? Or if something starts building up, then go get yourself the one-year premium package. And, and it's a it's a hell of a deal. It fits nicely. And in your your wherever storage space you have, it's fine. It's great. It's the packing, the packaging's amazing. 25 years. Get that and stun and just not worry about it for the rest, you know, for the next 20 years. Now, if you do that, you, you want to do it, or if you just want to go and try a product, there's a 90 day, no uh, money back guarantee, no questions asked. But if you, if you believe me and you trust me, which you should, cause I'm not going to lie to you, then head over to wisefoodstorage.com. That's wisefoodstorage.com and, and, and check out all the fantastic wise food storage. I'm going there right now, foodstorage.com. All right. So I pop on their website right here and they have a beautiful, easy to use website. They've got everything. I mean, you look at the wildfires in, in California, perfect for that. You look at hurricanes, you look at flooding, man. Look at this. They got one right here. Uh, 
the 240 serving supply, say $500, right? You go in there, 120 serving supply, emergency food, say 350. There's 170 serving supply, save 280. Well, I'm here to tell you, if you go over there and you punch in a promo code, FROGLOGIC, you're going to get an additional 25% off every product they have. So trust me when I say go over there, get your food, get your storage, be prepared, not only for yourself, but Make sure that your kids and your family are taken care of. Have, find that peace of mind and wise company. Find that peace of mind by going to wisefoodstorage.com, promo code FROGLOGIC, 25% off. And, and, and I'm telling you, if you're ready, then you're going to be wise. All right. Hoo-yah. Where am I? All right. Let's get to it. Let's get to some meat and potatoes, shall we? What is great friends, all right? What are great friends? Can great friends check in regularly, right? Great friends send you texts and tell you how much they miss you and love you, right? Uh, a cool little, or they give you a little cool little text and they're breaking your balls about something or or whatever it is. They're paying attention to your post on online and you make a post that seems maybe it's a, a little dark and they reach out, hey man, just checking in. We'll make sure you're great, my brother. Or great friends uh, let you crash with them for like 10 days before they start dropping subtle hits that their wife really wants you to get the hell out of their house, right? Great friends allow you to do that. Great friends uh, try and plan shit for the future together, right? Hey, man, let's go to the Penn State game next uh, next fall. We'll all get together. We're going to hang out. We're going to do that. You know, great friends will let you borrow their car. They'll give you money there uh, and, and expect you to get it back in a reasonable amount of time. Great friends will 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 say, hey, oh, you, you like this shirt? And they'll give you the shirt off your back. That's great friends, man. And we all have those great friends and those great friends in our life, man. When you think about them, I really want you to just take a moment and think about the investment of time. Cause I always go back to time because we only have so much tick, 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 tick. There's only so much time before we die. And think about that time, the investment you've made in these great friends the profound nature with which you believe in them and care about them and 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 that you there's worry there's genuine worry about them and their well-being and there's genuine joy when you see their children become uh, amazing young little adults or there's great joy when they accomplish something great and there's also an immense empathy in your heart when you know they're struggling and you have this this perpetual uh, uh, drive inside you to make sure you reach out to them. And that's great friends. Great friends are out there and we need to, they deserve, man, all, they deserve to that, that regular accountability to them. Right. So, so reach out to those great friends and let them know, right. Share with them, invite them over. How, you know, in the next two or three weeks, set up a big dinner party. And here's an interesting thing that I've, I've, I've done in the past. And I'm hopefully going to start this uh, the first of the year this year is set up an, or uh, a group meeting and, or a big dinner party and bring all of your friends together. Now, obviously there'll be different spectrums of friendship with all those people at that table, but man, there's something about this, this spectrum of friendship that you find fascinating. Let them meet each other and maybe they can develop a friendship together and then have them do the same thing. Or if they want you to come meet a whole different group of friends that they met through soccer or they met through school or different school, then go for it, man. Be open to it. Now, listen, listen, I, I understand that, you know, again, time is of the essence, but but man, you know, you got to get out there and evaluate this. The reason why you're friends and the way we do that is by assimilating into what is meaningful in their lives, right? We, we, we meld into, we melt or meld or we're smashed into that relationship through the forging of fire, through the application of positive pain, right? And that pain uh, could be going to an event in support of someone and the event is uh, completely outside of your wheelhouse. It's something that you're not a part of regularly. You don't, you don't have any affiliation with something like that, but it's, there's a connectivity to, to this person who you care deeply that your willingness to go and support and hang out and be a part of their lives and whatever supportive mechanism is required or manner, whatever supportive manner is required. That's great friends, man. I sit here in this this beautiful kitchen at my my brother and James's house, and it's just uh, I'm in the 
looking out these these windows and seeing the glorious uh, afternoon of, of Los Angeles. And I think to myself, man, I, I'm looking forward today because I'm, I'm going down to uh, San Diego County. I'm going to go hang out with a a, a, a great friend of mine from the SEAL teams, and we're going we're gonna to record a podcast together, his podcast, my podcast. And you know what? Although it's, 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 it's a two-hour drive both ways, it still doesn't even matter to me because I'm going to go share time with somebody that is meaningful in my life, somebody that has relevance, somebody that has a new family, somebody that is uh, uh, true to the friendship that we possess together. And that gets me fired up, man. It gets me fired up. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to go reach out to those great friends. Let's make a, a list of not 20 or 10 or however many great friends. You might not have that many, but list out at least two or three this week. And every other day, starting on Monday, I want you to call the one friend and set aside a good, you know, text them first. Say, hey, man, I'm going to reach out. I would love to spend on time. Or unless you want to surprise them, sometimes the surprise work, but we're busy in life. T- chances are nobody's going to pick up that call anyways. They might text and say, I'll call you later. But just keep keep on them. Text them. Hey, man, I want to talk to you today. Let's catch up, period. And do that on Monday. And then do it again on Wednesday. And then do it again on Friday. And then look at yourself in the mirror this next weekend and say, man, I'm really blessed to have those great friends. It's a wonderful exercise. I highly recommend you all do it. All right. Now, the last one, these are fucking epic friends. These are epic friends. And I have some insanely epic friends. I mean, I have people in my life that uh, are so powerful for me that they literally help uh, transcend all, all emotion. They help me transcend all, all, all pain, all suffering, transcend. They, they, they define and build the spectrum of love with which I live in and thrive in and support. I'm supported in, man. These are my epic friends, right? Now, epic friends are the ones that call you on your birthday without having to see your Facebook posts, right? Epic friends are the one who will actually loan you money and trust that the fact that if you never pay it back, it's totally cool. They don't give a shit, right? Epic friends will spend times with your kids almost more than they'll spend time with you because they want to have an influence on your children. They want your children to know the quality of individual that you are, right? Epic friends will stop what they're doing, literally drop everything, fly to your location and pull you out of the abyss that you're in, right? You know, my, one, a moment I had recently, a few years back, you know, Sean, you know, Sean came over to my house along with Gabe and, and they were there. And they literally pulled me out of the abyss of the, 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 the hell that I had placed myself in or allowed myself to go in. And they sat there and they, they were with me and, and they wouldn't leave until they knew I was okay. Dropped everything and came to my aid. And that's what epic friends do. And epic friends, when, when you ask epic friends to marry you. They will change everything. They will stop everything and they will get connected to God in a closer, more meaningful way. And they will show up on your wedding day and they will look at you in the eyes and they will shower you with love and caring and support. And they will, you know, be there in front of you and across from your bride as they you read these beautiful vows that you, you know, that, that came directly from your heart and you, and you'll watch and witness and you'll bear a testament to God of the power of the love that you each share. And, and epic friends will shed a tear for you. And you for them. Epic friends will never judge. Or if they do, it will be brief. And they'll only judge you because of your own stupidity. <laughs> epic friends will not deny you access to their lives, right? No matter how bad you get, they'll always be there in some capacity. They'll always say they love you no matter what. And the most important part of epic friends, epic friends will help you get rid of the body and have a smile on their face. (laughs) 
Now we all wish we had those and in our world, we literally have them. That's not a, a metaphor, if you will, but most people, it is a metaphor. And so when you think about that, it's really, it's not, it's not so much the, uh, it's obviously not the literal translation unless you're from our world. And, and, but what it is, the metaphor is they will help you bury the pain. They will help you bury uh, your, your sin. Epic friends help you bury your sin. Right? They don't, they don't put the sin around your neck like a noose and, and have your, you know, all the different nooses dangling there from your neck as if uh, this constant reminder, as if the scars on your heart and in your soul and in your mind aren't, 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 you know, uh, um, palpable enough. They don't do that. They literally help you bury your sin. That's what epic friends do. And then they lift you up and keep lifting you up and push and push you up that hill, even though your legs don't work anymore, even though your feet are bleeding, even though you're, you're on the precipice of collapse because you're exhausted in ways you never dreamed were feasible. Those epic friends will push you up that hill. Those epic friends, they don't look at the relationship with you in a classification of, of, of time. Although there's a reference though, we've been friends, this great best friends this long or that and the other, you look at it in terms of the servitude that best epic friends give one another, the leverage, the monumental impact that epic friends have. Yesterday I was able to go down and have lunch with an epic friend of mine, an epic friend who's been, been there through so much in my life who has also been through a tremendous amount he's part of my 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 best friend tribe and every time he here i talk i see him listening and he, he has this beautiful calculative intellectual mind and he can solve problems in an instant or come up with solutions you know in in in, in every environment imaginable and we sit and we chat and we share and we go back and forth and we, we just get better. Epic friends make you better. And I'm so blessed to have these epic friends in my life. You know, David up in Tennessee too. Just this epic mentor and friend. It's unbelievable. Derek. I mean, Rich and Mark and Maggie. John, Sean, Katie, my father, and I just I just keep going down, and I and I think about these beautiful people in my life, and I'm so just overwhelmed with how they've wanted to be a part of my life. Mike, Mike, got a lot of Mikes some Johns <laughs> and I think to myself and Dan and Chris Marcus you know I think about these people and I think of Jan I think Lex and I think about these people man in my life who are so powerful for me and they're a piece of me. And that's the beautiful thing about Epic Friends is you actually will offer a piece of yourself that they can then beat into their own hearts and their own souls on that anvil of life, just smashing, bam, bam, bam. And you, you just feel that, that, that assimilation. You see that you, you become molded together, right? For eternity. You know, they, they have the grace of God in them, as do you and Johnny. Man, I just think about it. And Mike, God, there's so many people that I just love so dearly. Because they're epic people. They believe in things like honor and integrity and humility and commitment. They believe in the team life. They understand their, their fears are real and they can't do it by themselves and so they're okay to reach out, right? 
They have purpose in their lives. And the purpose is to be an epic friend. Man, if you just, if you root yourself in that concept and you just firmly believe that, 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 that purpose in life is to develop and cultivate beautiful, meaningful, healthy relationships. And I'm not saying they have to be perfect by any stretch of the measure, but, but what I am saying is they take effort. They don't just happen overnight. You have to spill blood with these people. You have to feel an, the knives of suffering. I certainly know that you know in my life, having gone through all the things I've gone through, man, I have never not reached out to these people and they haven't been there for me. They will always be there for me because they're epic friends. Now, man, you hear that quote, iron sharpens iron and so does the countenance of a friend, right? And, and you just think to yourself, my God, God, what a beautiful, beautiful statement. And it's in, you know, so many different ways, right? But Proverbs, and there's so many beautiful aspects of Proverbs, and I highly recommend everybody check it. Even if you don't, even if you're not religious or whatever, just go read Proverbs. They got some killer sayings in there, right? And iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. Iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. Now, I know when I think about it, man, I, I know uh, the apostles and Christ, man, that's, 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 that's the anvil, right? The presence of Christ in my life is the anvil. And so, you know, the, the, the display of what the apostles did for one another and what they did for Christ, that's the testimony that, that I adhere to. That's the standard by which I try and cultivate or, or live up to, or, or manage or make the sacrifices in order to to keep these epic friends, these good, these great friends, these good friends, the okay friends, and even some of the shitty friends in my life. I'm, I, I'm still willing to do that because man, that's what God is teaching us to do. And if you don't believe God's teaching you to do it, just go out on the street and, and do it and try it and, and, and go and cultivate relationships, treat people with dignity, treat them with respect. And not, not to say that be a pushover or to, or to, you know, to, 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 you know, be weak or anything. In fact, the more relationships you have, the stronger you get, the, the more intense your tribe is. And, and you don't have to have one giant tribe. You can have a, a, a physical tribe, a mental tribe, a spiritual tribe, an emotional tribe, a family tribe. You can have a, 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 a SEAL team tribe, a brotherhood tribe. You can have a tribe of, uh, of friends and podcaster tribe. You, I mean, it doesn't matter, but have the tribe. And that's what you should invest yourself in over and over and over is going and cultivating, Right? Get out in the fields of life. Plow that soil by going and introducing yourself and meeting new people and then nurturing those little sprouts that may be there or the full-size trees that have been in your life from the beginning. Go out there and sprinkle love across those fields because you reap what you sow. Finding friends is not easy. Nor will it ever be easy. It's just not the case. But it's a requirement. And we have to have great friendships in our life. It is, is the essence of what life is all about. And I certainly know that my best friend in the whole world, Jana, I would never be who I am without her. I could never have ascended to this next level of consciousness without her. I could never manage the intensity or magnitude of the pain and suffering from my past without her. I could never be a great father to our four daughters without her. She is my best friend. For that, I am eternally thankful to God. I'm also thankful to all of you who pay attention and listen and come up to me or send me, you know, messages on Instagram or Facebook or through on my website, you know, or reach out to me or after my speaking engagements who come up and share your stories and shake my hand and say thank you to me. I'm, I'm humbled by this 
And I thank you for your support and, and, and for believing in that frog logic and the concepts there can enable you to defeat that negative insurgency in your life, to go out and, and shape new friendships, to better prepare your tribe, your army, if you will, in preparation for that next great conquest or that next great battle that is, that is creeping up on your flank right now as we speak. We need those swim buddies. We need those epic friends. We need those people in our lives to bolster the armor of love that God dawns upon us. Man, standing shoulder to shoulder, side by side. As one of my best friends, Taco, always says, man, you know, man, it's the Spartan life, shoulder to shoulder. That's what we have in this life. So I want to thank all of you, and I want to thank all my all the different types of friends I've had. If I've met you and you've shared with me and we've laughed or we've, we've had a beer or a shot together or we've hung out or we've gone for a run or we've talked or we've done anything, I want to thank you for the impact, whatever, whatever size it, it, it is. I just want to thank you. And for all, my, all the levels of friends, my good friends, my great friends, my epic friends, man, thank you. I'm blessed, truly blessed. And thank my family and thank my brother and James for letting me come to their home. And, I, and I'm thanking and all my friends I'm going to see over the weekend here and, and my friends next week and when I get home and all the people I haven't met yet who I'm going to become epic friends with, I'm looking forward to meeting you. you know, finding friends is not easy, but it's essential. And I want to thank Christ for teaching me that for teaching me and inspiring that to love others as we love ourselves, to love God above all else. And God shall provide us with, with the greatest treasures in life. And that's our friends. Thank you.